Today's world is getting more and more heightened with the so-called ingredient of belief. Now, when we say belief, naturally people are going to assume it that is it has to do something. It has to do with faith, religion. But in actuality, it doesn't have to be so. Belief simply means a kind of intuition, a part of human perception, a part of human cognition. In fact, every single conviction that a human mind comes up with is a belief. Now, when a person has more access to data, then it is more likely that his or her conviction of that specific phenomenon would be closer to the truth than another person who has less access to data. A neuroscientist has more access to information about the human mind, about the human brain. As such, a neuroscientist would have the belief of a neuroscientist about human perception, human cognition, human experience is going to be more accurate and closer to the truth than, say, a physicist or a chemist. On the other hand, a physicist would be more accurate on the matters of the universe because that's is our very job description to know about the universe. An atheist believes that everything has to be proven with evidence. A religious worshipper or a believer, religious believer, simply believes in his or her religion or his or her deity. The atheist says rationality and reasoning is the best and as such most atheists deny everything that has to do with religion. Likewise a believer or a theist believes everything that his or her scripture or religion or church or mosque has to say and denies everything from the other side. Other side being the side of reasoning, the side of rational thinking, rationalism. Now this has been, it has been like this from the very beginning.
The human society has a knack, a knack for seeing their own convictions to be of utmost importance and to be most accurate among all convictions of all of humanity, regardless of the regardless of rational or irrational backgrounds. For example, you may say that an atheist would be more accurate about the various phenomena of the, let's just say of the natural world, if he or she does a bit of research on those phenomena, but still his understanding of that phenomenon on a rational on rational grounds would not enable that person to break the ice between theism and atheism. In fact, often when a person begins first begins his or her journey uh, on the path of atheism, it's very likely for that person to deny everything and in fact hate everything that has to do with religious belief. And perhaps it is one of the greatest reasons, one of the most important reasons that there are still these two different sides, belief and disbelief. They may think that they care about harmony. They may think that they care about progress. They may think that they care about world peace. But it doesn't matter what they think. What matters is how they act. And when it comes to action, the believer believes his or her own path to be the best and hates the non-believer. On the contrary, on the other side, the disbeliever or a non-believer believes radical reasoning to be the best path and denies everything that has to do with the words coming from a believer. Why? Why so much hatred? So long as humanity lives, there will be differences in opinions, but that's still no reason for fostering hatred, for fostering prejudices, for fostering discrimination. Acceptance is the key. And yes, by acceptance, I'm not talking about accepting the horrific atrocities of the religious fundamentalists, we can put those people aside. But most of the religious population, they still are human beings just like anybody else. And they still want their kids to grow up in a peaceful world where their kids will not be discriminated based on their religious belief or disbelief based on their religious backgrounds, cultural backgrounds. To the common person, 
peace and harmony is of utmost importance, especially when it when it's about that person's family. And this simple sense of responsibility, this simple sense of concern, it has no religious or non-religious orientation. Everybody is concerned about their family. Everybody is concerned about their kids growing up in a peaceful world. Happily, among others, among everybody else, everybody truly cares about that. So why can't we just accept everybody as they are without trying to proving them wrong in pursuit of proving ourselves right? Why so much urge for authority that you have to be right? You have to be on top of everybody else. Why, my friend? Because in the end, if you just keep fighting and fighting and fighting everybody else on the basis of race, religion, non-religion, atheism, prejudices, racism, racial attitude, racial backgrounds, in the end, all that you will have is nobody by your side. Because everybody is someone different from everybody else. But that difference doesn't make that person either inferior or superior to oneself. So with acceptance, we can build a world where people can grow together. Grow together as humans, not as Christians or Jews or Muslims or atheists, but humans above everything else. Yes, there will be. Hindus, Christians, Jews, Muslims, there will be atheists and everybody would know that, but that will still not be of any importance when compared to the greatest and highest identity of being human. To be human is what matters. To be human, yes. Right religion, that is religion. To act like human, to think like human, to speak like human, to behave with other people like human beings, regardless of their backgrounds, cultural, religious, non-religious, political, educational, social, doesn't matter. How you behave with other people, that's the only thing that counts. Because somebody comes to you and you have this high standards that you're not going to make any friends unless they match your ship-shaped structure of a perfect person without religious belief, without this kind of specific um, racial nuances and all that. If you try to match every single person to your perception of what you are, then my friend, you're going to die alone. You're going to die alone, in solitude, in misery, and in the end, all the reasoning 
as well as all the orthodoxy holds you nothing good to you because in the end what can the thing that makes human life a little bit better is having humans around us what are we if we don't have humans around us there was a time when we used to <coughs> excuse me there was a time when we used to live in tribes and communities communities not the in its modern sense of the term but in the tribalistic sense of the term we lived in tribes and at that time our loyalty towards our own tribe helped us survive help that specific tribe survive against all the atrocities of mother nature and then we began to grow we began to gain higher mental functioning now we are a global species and being a global species we no longer have the luxury the primal luxury to act as tribals to act tribalistic loyal to our tribes whether that tribe is a has a label of religion or race or culture doesn't matter now on the best way to progress is to embrace all the goodness that all the backgrounds in the world have off, have to offer to you embrace all of them and grow as humanity with all its vivacious diversity with all its variations varieties colors everything take the love of christianity take the brotherhood of islam take the compassion of buddhism take the oneness of hinduism or sanatana dharma and take the reasoning from uh, atheism even doesn't matter here simply try to peek through the words don't focus too much on the words my friend because words are a means to communicate with each other but the words themselves are nothing without it without their meaning the meaning that we're trying to convey so it's the meaning it's the essence that matters not the words themselves it's like think of the words as a kind of vehicle and the meaning is the passenger in it so it's the passenger that matters not the vehicle yet humanity has become so obsessed with their words and all of them all of those words belonging to their distinct ideologies or beliefs or schools of thoughts and all that pompous patterns and structures and humanity is proud of them 
without even trying to see that they are doing nothing but harming harmony because once you're loyal to one pattern your mind gets neurologically conditioned to see other patterns as a kind of enemy and it's it's not theory it's a fact of human psychology so you start fostering a kind of bias against other ideologies other beliefs other schools of thoughts either implicitly or explicitly that is either you are aware of it or you are not and even when you are not aware of it that kind of attitude will still get expressed through your behavior without but in most cases perhaps you will not even be aware of it but nevertheless they will still be there There are more things in our biology that make us one humanity than there are to separate us. So we are all one. We are one. One humanity, one species. And just imagine, among millions of species, only one has accomplished, has developed the brain capacity to ponder things beyond the wildest imaginations of any animal on earth. We have reached such a zenith of intellectual brilliance that we can't even think of the well-being of other animals. Think about it. And while those other animals are still thriving, to survive, to live, to exist, to not die. Yet we have crossed that boundary. We are no longer thriving to survive, most of humanity at least. So we can think of amazing stuff. We can think, dream of going to Mars. We can think of even orbiting the sun. We can do wonders, yet all those wonders, most of them are in the domain of technology. But when it's about human psychology, how could we be so narrow, so underdeveloped? We do have the neurological capacity, yes, to achieve wonders. Yet that achievement is happening mostly in the domain of technology. And scientific fields. What about the humanities? What about the your own inner field? What about the field where all the human, all the humans actually live in? Your own mind. In that mind, we have all created these walls and we are, we keep on creating these walls and more and more and more and then after that we try to defend those walls with more fences fences of beliefs fences of ideologies so all those ideologies and beliefs and they're just separating humanity now i'm not saying that all of them are wrong or right what i am saying is that 
all of them have both good and bad in them. But if you're loyal to one over the others, you're never going to see the wrong ones. Because your mind is not equipped to see the flaws of something that gives you pleasure, something that gives you comfort. That's why when you fall in love with a person for the first time, during the early phase of that love, of that romantic relationship, your mind turns illogical. Your mind turns literally blind to the shortcomings of that person because with that relationship, there arises a possibility of you passing on your genes. There arises the possibility of reproduction to your brain has developed this kind of this kind of cognitive blindness towards the flaws of that person so that finally you could mate with that person likewise the same kind of procedure neurological procedure occurs in case of your any kind of loyalty whether it is a loyalty to a person or an ideology institution book messiah prophet doesn't matter once you turn loyal to one figure one institution one ideology over the others you automatically turn blind to the flaws of that specific thing that's why seeing one specific messiah as the messiah as the deity as the lord god automatically turns your mind blind and in fact you get so absorbed in that loyalty that your brain actually starts de developing defense mechanisms whenever there is a kind of there are whenever there are criticisms in the air against your that deity that ideology that institution so simply being a human while opening your while keeping your mind open open to both to be aware of both good and bad of all things human there are good in Christianity, there are bad in Christianity. There are good in Islam, there are bad in Islam. There are good things in Buddhism and recently there are also happening bad things in Buddhism. There are good things in atheism, but there are also bad things in atheism. So every single school of thought has good and bad. Nothing human can be purely good or purely evil. Because they are all clear creation of the human mind and the human mind itself is a battleground between the good and evil. The good being the modern mental faculties, the higher mental functionings, and the evil being our primal side, our primeval side, the beast within us that enabled us to survive in the wild. Now our environment today has changed. We are no longer living in the wild, but still the, near, the region of the brain that helped us survive in the wild is still there. That's why those mental elements are still there and they often impede in our pursuit of harmony. And actually, those primeval elements of the human mind are responsible for the impediments to harmony. But the point is, animals cannot see beyond that, beyond those primeval elements. 
but we can because we developed we have developed the brain capacity of free thinking of thought of a complex awareness complex consciousness now don't go into the mystical nonsense complex consciousness as in uh, the animals are simply conscious of their existence of their basic needs but the humans can be conscious much more widely they can perceive technology before they had, uh, before they come to existence tesla for example he could perceive and imagine and visualize these technological wonders before he even invented them so he saw it in the mind he perceived it in the mind then he made it a reality but the animals they're still surviving they have to obey the basic needs first they don't have the brain capacity to do much more than that but we have my friend so yes there will be these kind of primeval urge to obey a certain messiah to be loyal to a certain institution but remember this we also have the brain capacity to not obey a certain messiah yet accept everything good that that messiah or that figure has to offer we have the brain capacity to not obey any scripture yet to accept all the good things that that specific scripture has to offer and discard everything that's not healthy for humanity so with that kind of awareness can we proceed to become much more advanced but in a healthy fashion not in a mechanical manner like simply doing all kinds of technological advancements while forgetting about our own inner advancement because without a healthy sane mind to operate on this world we will end up as dead lifeless machines